0: Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the Jamie Star Podcast. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode. So my guest today is a new pal and fellow crony, and she also happens to have starred in not one, not two, but three Broadway musicals, A Christmas Story, Matilda, and Mrs. Doubtfire. My guest today is my new friend, Annalise Scarpacci. What was it like making your Broadway debut at such a young age? Oh,
1: man. I mean, it was just a magical experience. I tell everybody this, um, A Christmas Story was the perfect show to make my Broadway debut. Everybody was just amazing. I still talk to most people in the cast and even if I don't see them often, a lot of people who were in A Christmas Story were not from here and we still talk and it's just, it really was just a magical experience and the perfect show to just start everything.
0: Oh yeah. How did you balance going to middle school while being on Broadway?
1: Well, it was crazy because for a Christmas story, we were offered tutoring the entire time. So I didn't go to school, but I got the work every week. So in the mornings, I would my parents would get the work on like Fridays, I think, and then bring the work to me, and then I'd have the entire week to do the whole week's work. From, we would be in school from 11 in the morning until like 4-ish. Uh-huh. And on matinees, obviously, we wouldn't have school. And on Mondays, we wouldn't have school because it was our day off. Mm-hmm. So we would have school throughout the whole day. Now, that is rare. Normally never happens. Um, so for Matilda, I was actually a freshman in high school. Freshman in sophomore year was the whole of my freshman year and half of my sophomore year. And then when I did the tour, I was in my second semester of my junior year of high school. Mm -hmm. So it was very different. Um, On tour, it was a similar situation to a Christmas story where we had school all during the day, and then we'd get the work, but obviously that was exchanged through email because I was not Mm -hmm. in state. But for Matilda, I went to school full-time. I was Uh up at 6 o'clock in the morning, going to school, doing the whole day of school, and then going right to work. Freshman year, I didn't go to school on Wednesdays, but on in my sophomore year, I went to school in the morning, and then I would leave and
0: then go to work. Yeah, plus, like, with Matilda, there was a bunch of people, like, around your age. Like, it was basically all kids.
1: Yeah, it was all kids, and I was the only one in high school. Oh. So it was it was really funny. I always make the joke and say that I was prepping for my SATs, and everybody else was learning fractions. <laughs> I love because it. That's, that's especially when I was on tour. When I was on tour, I was 16, and they had to hire somebody to teach me how to do physics and the other, because the tutors that were there, like they were trained for elementary and middle school. Like, right. For school. Everybody else, I think the oldest one other than me was in seventh grade. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. So I was, and I mean, that's just kind of how it was. I was always the oldest because and even on Broadway, I was a freshman in high school And the other kids were in middle school, like 6th and 7th grade, Mm -hmm. 6th, 7th, 8th grade.
0: As a swing in Matilda, how often did you go on?
1: I was guaranteed twice a week to go on. I went on once for each track. So it was great. Um, I'm actually the only swing in Matilda history who has never been on um, mid-show
0: wow yeah
1: like every other swing in Matilda history went on mid-show I'm the only person who never did so I've never gotten that feeling of like oh my god what's it like to go on mid-show I don't know
0: wow (laughs) Um, and
1: I was with the show for two years
0: that's Um, crazy it's
1: crazy um but it's kind of cool. It's like I'm the only one in history. Like, look at me. Yeah. There was one time. There was one time where I almost went on mid-show, so I do know what it's like to get ready and to get dressed and in mm-hmm. like a fast pace because um, our head guardian had gotten me ready and prepared. But then she was okay to finish out the show because it was just at the end of *Revolting Children*, so I technically would have only been going on for bows. Mm-hmm. And she was like, "I can do it for the end of the show." She like. Jammed her finger in the desk or something.
0: Oh, yeah, sounds painful.
1: (laughs) Yeah, with those desks,
0: yeah, yeah, especially with the whole Matilda, the whole like setting and everything. Oh, yeah, in the swings. Did you have fun on those swings?
1: Oh my god, I miss them. You know what? This is so funny. Maybe last week or the week before, very recently, I was. I may or may not have been searching for videos of Matilda on YouTube in the in the uh, in the wonderful wet wild worldwide web, um, but I found a few, and I found my last "When I Grow Up." And when I tell you I was a wreck, it was just, it was ridiculous. Yeah, um, because you know we created such great bonds in that show. Mm-hmm. And I will say specifically, the people who I left with in that that day it was me, Mitchell Sink, Ava Demary, Marcus D'Angelo, and who else left? That? Well, I think that was it of that day. And we all left together. And to share that day with my best friends, who to this day mm-hmm. I talk to pretty much every day. Of my yeah. Life, um. Oh, and Beatrice Tolchin left that day, too. Still, like, every day, Mm -hmm. I talk to them. I mean, and Beatrice and I were also in a Christmas story together. And that cast was just something special. And to this day, like, we were looking back on that video. And it's unbelievable. Yeah. It really is unbelievable of how beautiful that number was. And now to look back on it, that we're all like, like, I'm a college graduate. They're all in college right now. Mm -hmm. and it's crazy we're quite literally grown up
0: yeah did you watch the matilda film prior to being cast in the show like as a kid did you grow up watching it
1: i didn't grow up watching it i read the book when i was in like second grade it was in our library at school i wasn't really a fan of like scary movies yeah thought matilda was like scary it was i didn't i i don't know why i just i don't i I was a late bloomer to watching things that had a lot of action. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like the Marvel movies, I'm a recent fan because when I was little, I was just like, too much action. Action was just not for me. Yeah. But when I I watched Matilda, right when they said that it was coming to Broadway, so I watched the movie and I was like, "Why is this petrifying?"
0: <laughs> <laughs> it kind of is. I was surprised at how petrifying it was when I watched it for the first time, and I was twelve
1: it's freaky i was yeah i was like 13 and i was like why is this so scary but you know what it's a great movie um and also like mara wilson adorable like yeah
0: full mara wilson circle yeah
1: and it's full circle because now it's like look i'm in doubtfire and she also and she actually just followed me on instagram and i think that it's kind of like
0: like what is happening that's so weird like she knows i exist Mm -hmm. it's the coolest feeling when people like that you look up to follow you on instagram like i have a couple like with my podcast instagram uh that like that i've interviewed and like follow me i so i know the feeling it's like how do you know i exist do you want to follow little old me it's so
1: cool yeah what is happening like what is life oh
0: yeah (laughs) Um, Were you familiar with Rob McClure or Jen Gambison or Mrs. Doubtfire in general prior to joining the company?
1: Oh, yes. Was I ever. Um, I'll start with Mrs. Doubtfire in general. So my dad and I used to watch Mrs. Doubtfire every single time Mrs. Doubtfire is on TV. My dad and I are watching it without fail to this day, mm-hmm. always since I was little. It was one of our favorite movies. It was one of those movies that, like, we had to watch together. Mm -hmm. Um, And, again, full circle moment. My character Lydia, her whole show revolves around the relationship between herself and her father. Mm So it's nice that I get to have that moment to share with my dad. Um, Rob McClure, the genius. Yeah. Um, Future Tony winner. I was, yeah, literally. Um, He just is everything. Like, he's just, he's... Everything you expect him to be and more Um, as a human, um, truly just one of the greatest people in the whole world. And I'm so grateful to call him my friend. And I'm so honored that he wants me to be his friend. Like, it's weird. Um, But uh, yeah, I mean, I watched all of his videos of him when he was in Chaplin because I couldn't see it because it was the same time as A Christmas Story. Mm -hmm. But just and like honeymoon in vegas and all of these things that he's done truly just incredible um and i'm psyched but i get to work with him every day and i get to sing with him like that's so cool yeah um jen the same thing i always loved watching jen i've seen her do um i didn't see her in tarzan but i've seen videos of her in tarzan and i've seen videos of her in um all shook up and i mean hairspray i mean come on oh yeah <laughs> incredible work and school of rock i've seen videos of her do um and glinda let's not forget glinda
0: (laughs) (laughs) i keep forgetting she was glinda she
1: was glinda on the tour
0: i keep forgetting i don't know why i keep i keep forgetting oh yeah there's nothing rob mcclure can't do period uh jen Gambis said i don't know if you watched this show as a kid but her husband curtis was a part of, like, my childhood. Because I used to watch that High Five show on Discovery Kids.
1: I've heard about this. I never watched it, but I've heard that he was on the show. And I think that's the funniest thing ever.
0: He was a part of my... Curtis. He was a part of, like, my full-on childhood. And I remember, like, figuring out who, like, Jen was and stuff. I'm like, oh, my God. She's married to the guy from High Five.
1: (laughs) That's amazing. See, we call him Curtis Cregan from Wing, Wing Tips? Because we, when we were on our way to Seattle, we got we used his card to like get into like the fancy club. Oh, so I we love always it. Say that it's Curtis Cregan from Wing, Wing Tips.
0: That's amazing. Oh my god, yeah. I wish Tarzan was on Broadway like around now.
1: You know what? I agree. The, I am obsessed with Tarzan. I always like. That's another thing that. My dad and I bond over like our, like the song that we danced to at my baptism and my communion was You'll Be In My Heart. It's my favorite song. Mm-hmm. Um, the the soundtrack to Tarzan is probably like, like Phil Collins did not have to go off like that.
0: Exactly. It's I love rude. it. The soundtrack, the soundtrack, I love not, You'll Be In My Heart's great, but I love Trash In The Camp. I love Strangers yes. Like Me. I love. Mm -hmm. I go on YouTube and watch all the time and watch Niall Demarco dance to "Trashin' in the Camp" on Dancing with the Stars. Have you seen that video?
1: Yes, yes, it's amazing.
0: And I mean, I love the dance, but I also watch it to listen to the song because I like the song.
1: Yeah, it's amazing.
0: I it's amazing, and that and Hercules too. Hercules has a great soundtrack.
1: Hercules is my favorite 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 disney movie and i cannot wait
0: hercules when it becomes an actual musical on broadway
1: god if you hear me now if you hear me now
0: because they did an out-of-town tryout with jelani and
1: i will literally be in i will quite literally be in my glory i will literally be a cloud (laughs) i will be a cloud Like, I'm not even kidding.
0: Oh, yes. What was your initial reaction to seeing Rob in the makeup for the first time?
1: Oh, my gosh. Honestly, there's a video of it. Um, But the first, so there are different, there were different variations, because obviously it was a work in progress. They Mm -hmm. they were trying to figure out what was going on. The first time ever I was in a photo shoot, we were in a photo shoot the day we left for Seattle, and I was like, I walk, Cause they do like the press prosthetics are different than the regular show prosthetic. Mm-hmm. So I looked him I was getting my makeup done, and I didn't realize it was like very early in the morning, like maybe six. <laughs> I looked to my right, and I was like, Rob. processing but the set the time where we knew that it was right was when we were in rehearsals for broadway and we saw um i just there's a video of it i walked in and i just knew it's like you could just like your heart just like
0: oh i've seen the the video online yeah it was just
1: like the first thing of course i said was you have jowls
0: (laughs) (laughs) Amazing!
1: I, a I was like, "What's
0: going on there?" Amazing, yeah. When I first saw the pictures, no filter. oh yeah, neither do I. Neither do I. I have a notepad <laughs> on my desk that says "Caution." I have no filter. <laughs> Love it. I need
1: that. Oh, it's perfect.
0: It's, yes, yeah. I would have done the same. I would have maybe you know dropped like an f bomb or something if I saw it <laughs> for the first.
1: I, you know what? I can't because children.
0: <laughs> right but i'm sure men- mentally you may have
1: mentally i was like holy sugar plums i was like what the hell like,
0: <laughs> what no the pun hell pun. no pun intended no
1: pun intended, but what the hell
0: <laughs> exactly
1: i can say hell in front of them
0: now oh yeah did they
1: sing it every day they're fine
0: oh yeah <laughs> did you in any way watch the film and study lisa jacob in any way to prepare for playing lydia i mean
1: i've I, the movie's just ingrained in me, just from childhood. Mm-hmm. I never specifically watched her movements in order to determine what I would make as a choice because if you think about it, it is a different story in a way. Mm-hmm. It's based in present time, right. So I kind of I kind of see it as like I'm not I'm a part of Lydia's journey, yeah. I'm playing Lydia, but this is taking Lydia and I'm taking her in a new way. I love it. And I'm I'm honoring every choice that Lisa made. Because also, let's be honest, Lisa was a lot younger than I was um, when she actually played Lydia in the movie. And Mm -hmm. Lisa and I, Lisa and I have connected. Um, We have spoken a lot and um, she's amazing and I've gotten her blessing. You know, it's like now we're taking her into this new way and like there are parts of that are in the movie there are parts that are not in the movie that kind of take Lydia to this different place Mm -hmm.
0: if only Robin would able be able to physically give his blessing on this I mean Um, I said it to a couple people (laughs) um who are in Aladdin about it like if only Robin were here to see the show and watch I don't know if you
1: believe in like spiritual Thing, but people being able to connect with spirit. Mm-hmm. But I had an experience with um, Teresa Caputo, the <sighs> silent medium, and Robin was actually very prominent and came through.
0: Shut up!
1: Yeah, he was amazing. And he actually, he, you know, if you believe, which I do, I didn't think it was him at first until she was like, no, it's him. And then she had um, mentioned something that nobody knows um that occurred on stage other than the people who were around me in that moment yeah um and like I was like oh my god how it I guess it's I guess it's him this is
0: amazing that's amazing yeah he
1: connected with me and was really amazing and um yeah he gives us his blessing all right
0: that's unbelievable (laughs) yeah Has it been fun working with Jake and Avery? And have you also gotten to know the understudy kids? Oh my gosh.
1: They are just... The two of them are the most amazing, first of all, focused, um, talented human beings I have ever met. Um, I want to be like them when I grow up. Maybe not like Jake. (laughs) (laughs) No. um, Jake is probably the funniest human you'll ever meet. That kid is just... I can't wait for to be at his own comedy show one day and for him to have his own Netflix special and for me to be in the audience and for him to make fun of me. <laughs> I And Avery is just the sweetest and just probably the the best and um, the best kid I've ever worked with ever. Um, the understudy kids, I mean, Sammy, so Sam, who is Jake's understudy, um, we had met. When he was very, very little, I was on tour with his brother, Trey. Ah. Oh! I've known Sammy since he was very, very little, and to think that I get to do this with him now and not, tr- I mean, you know, and it's weird for me because he looks exactly like his brother. So you can't help and but calling the, him Trey. He was the same age that his brother was when we were on tour. So it's very, it was very weird at first for me to be like Sammy. was like Sammy, but they're very different, and they're the best. And their families are just great. And Addison, who recently joined the company, was—it's just the greatest little kid i just i love her she just is the sweetest human and um she got to go on and we got to share a show together a couple show two shows together and she was great and uh maria who is my understudy uh, is just an amazing person and i'm so happy that we get to go on this journey together um and we can't forget lily
0: yeah <laughs> we can't
1: forget my lily my lily i'm partial i just i love her um She's a star, and she was killing it on Annie Live, and she couldn't come back with us. But she was killing it on Annie Live, and you probably saw her doing cartwheels and all the cool dance moves on Annie Live. Because oh she's, yeah, she's fabulous! And she's—you know—I live vicariously through her because I've never really been in Annie, so I lived through her in that moment.
0: So I have to ask you about something that we have in common, which is Crohn's.
1: Yes. Oh my gosh! Look at that.
0: Yes, I got. How old were you when you got diagnosed? Ten years old oh I was 15 so I was a little older yeah Uh, yeah do you
1: how are you feeling
0: good what about you feeling
1: pretty good you
0: know yeah I get infusions do you get infusions too I
1: do I go every eight weeks me too
0: (laughs) look
1: at us bonding over our veins (laughs) oh yeah
0: my nurse hates my veins because they're so small
1: oh my gosh They need to like call in the big guns when I come, when I come in, um, I, if I have a new nurse, I'd be like, okay, just so you know, my veins are like not fabulous. So one time they had to call in six people to get my veins to go because now like after it's been what it's been almost 12 years so i'm using i've been using this arm and then i had to retire it and use the other arm because this one like was dead Mm -hmm. this arm retired and now i'm back to using the strong one it's a real like nobody would get this.
0: no do your nurses ever have to like flick your arm really hard to get the vein to come up
1: flicking they have the the band of elastic around my a brown right here mm-hmm. and then they have that they have to use the heating pad even if it's in the summer <laughs> oh yeah Ah uh, yeah it's crazy it's crazy the worst gains thank you mom
0: yeah i get mine from my grandma they're the worst i'm like worst. i just say they're like do you have an arm preference i'm like wherever you can get in i don't care at this point point. Yeah.
1: one time they did my wrist i was like i don't like this that was years
0: ago though one time they so, did so. like my lower arm oh and I was just like, huh? It hurts
1: when it, when they
0: get smaller, it hurts. It does. That's what, I had a nurse one time and said, do you ever get your uh, infusions any like in any other place besides, you know, in here? I said, no, not normally. She said, the hand hurts, be- will hurt because it's bony.
1: Yeah.
0: And the lower arm is a little, it's very sensitive. The nerves on your lower arm are very sensitive. Yeah. So that will also hurt.
1: Yeah, I don't know. But, like, I've, I'm always been that person who's, like, very fascinated by, like, getting blood drawn.
0: I can't look. I See, that's the so opposite. I
1: have to look. I have to look. Like, I think it's the coolest thing ever. Like, the fact that, like, your blood in your veins isn't red until it goes through the vial, and then it becomes red because of oxygen. Like, I'm such a nerd. Like, I'm such a science nerd.
0: yeah. But, yeah. Not a lot of people know blood is blue. <laughs> now, that
1: I, now that I freaked everybody out with my fascination of blood, I am not a vampire.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Do you ever have to, like, get blood drawn while you're getting your infusions? Because I do that. Oh, I do that every time. Me too. Yeah. Like, my doctor will give me a piece of paper, I give it to the nurse, and I'm like, I have a present. And she knows. She's like, it's lab day, I isn't see. it? And I was like, yeah.
1: Yeah, I don't see. I go to the place. I don't get my... I don't get my infusions done at home.
0: I don't either. I go to a clinic.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So I, yeah, I go to the hospital. So they do, we do the same thing every time. And I kind of miss being on the PEDS floor. I won't lie because the PEDS floor used to be like this open area, but now they like put like little cubicles and I like don't like it. But I like to see other people. Mm-hmm. And I used to like talk to them. We used to have a Wii on the PEDS floor. We used to play wee.
0: Oh, that's so cool. play Wii anymore no, I don't think so
1: that's a shame because we is amazing,
0: yeah, I was known at the infusion clinic as the girl who watches the Kardashians. How important do you think it it, it is to bring awareness to like crohn's colitis and like I b d because I feel like we us us cronies don't get enough love it. I feel like we don't get as much love if you know what I mean yeah I get that
1: um I feel like I mean, I have my own team. It's called Broadway for Bellies, and we walk every year, um, except for last year. We didn't do it last year because it was online. But um, we, it's important for people to know what it is. I mean, you know, you could look at the two of us and think, like, they're just two normal gals yeah, chatting away. Um, but if you look on the inside, you know, I've been living with this condition for Twelve years, but hey, it doesn't define me. Yeah, it doesn't define who I am. It's just a part of me. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it it definitely teaches people not to judge by appearance. Oh, I remember when I was like really sick um, when I was little, um, and you know I was not well, and I would go into school and I would I would literally be throwing up in the car on the way to school, and my mom would be like, "Let's go home," and I'm like, "Nope, I'm going to school." I'm going to school. That was me. That was me. And I would walk into school and I'd be like, "Hey, everybody, I just threw up.
0: That was me. I was the hey. s- I was the same way when I was really sick too. Yeah, I was I know I know exactly what that's like.
1: Yeah,
0: for months, that was me.
1: Yeah. We're just trying to, we're just living our lives. I mean, you know, it's, we're just living our lives. And I think that people need to be more aware of the fact that like conditions like this do exist,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: you know, like there are tons of invisible illnesses. Yeah. Not just Crohn's, not just IBD in general, not, not even IBS. Like there are tons of, there are tons of invisible illnesses that people don't know about.
0: Oh, totally. So, do you apply a lot or some of, like, what you've learned in school to the Doubtfire stage? Because you were a musical theater major, so have you taken a lot of the advice that you've gotten from your professors to, like, Broadway?
1: Yeah, totally. Um, I love to learn. I'm one of those people who I'm just obsessed with school. Um, But I think what's really important, I I take pretty much everything, everything that I learned from Matilda, honestly has helped me in Miss style fire. I feel like the best experience and training that you can ever get is by working. Yeah. Which is hard. Um, especially in this industry because it's like, you know, mm-hmm. but, but being in a musical itself, rather than being in class, class is always important. Go to class. Mm-hmm. Um, classes are always important, but there is no better training for me, like especially for me, I feel like I have grown so much as a human and as an actor by working on Mrs. Doubtfire with Jerry Zachs. Mm-hmm. No questions asked. Oh, yeah.
0: um,
1: I mean, the, the lessons that I have learned from him are just unbelievable. And same thing with Matilda. Um, in the dan- dance-wise, I could tell you, I could still remember every bit of choreography that I've ever done in Matilda. And I'm 22 years old, and I learned that choreography when I was 13. Oh, wow. So that's nine years of the choreography still embedded in my head because of the way that they trained me.
0: That's so cool. I'm sure if, like, a song were to come on, like, on, like, Pandora or iTunes Radio or something, could you, like, bust out and do the whole dance?
1: I could do the whole show for you from start to finish.
0: <laughs> Amazing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Which is kind of insane. Um, but if I called up, like, all of my friends right now and asked them to do it, they'd say, okay. We could do it right now. Mm
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That's, like, that's the training that we received.
0: That's amazing. What is your spirit animal?
1: Oh, man, it changes all the time. But a corgi.
0: Ooh.
1: Just the way they walk is interesting. Yeah. Like like waddle.
0: (laughs) Oh, yeah. How do you like to make time go by in between shows on a two-show day? Eating. (laughs) Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: Definitely eating, um, but I always like to reset. I like coming back to my apartment and resetting.
0: Oh, I love it. Do you enjoy wearing wigs in shows, or would you rather wear your have your normal hair?
1: I've actually never worn a wig in a professional show. Ah, oh. it's always been my real hair. Christmas Story was my real hair. Matilda was my real hair, and Dow Fire is also my real hair. Um, I the only time I've ever worn a wig was in high school. Ah, oh. like community theater. When I was a kid. So I've never worn a Broadway wig before. So maybe I would like it. I don't know. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah. If you could be a pro in any Olympic sport, what sport would you want to compete in?
1: Gymnastics.
0: Oh, me too. It looks, they make it look so easy.
1: They make it look so easy. And when I was, oh my gosh, when I was little, I was told one day by a ballet teacher that I would be a good gymnast and I got so insulted <laughs> I was like but I'm a dancer <laughs> I was like but I'm a ballet dancer we are different from the gymnasts mm-hmm. and now now I'm like "Annie's really
0: like <laughs> yeah She's probably
1: just saying that you're really strong
0: <laughs> yeah like they make things like the balance beam look so easy
1: I know you know what when I because In Matilda, we had to do the gym sequence, Mm -hmm. and so we had to, like, do the vault, which was, like, kind of not a real vault. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: But I had so much fun doing that, and my mom hated it. Every time, she would have to leave because she would be so afraid of me falling, (laughs) because I'm so spastic. But anyway, I thought I was living out my real gymnast dreams in phys ed twice a week. Actually, technically every day, because we would do training for gym every day.
0: Oh, yeah. You'd be Simone Biles, uh a couple of times a week on stage.
1: Me me living out my Simone Biles and Allie Raisman dreams.
0: Oh yeah. What would your superhero name be if you were a superhero?
1: Ooh Oh man. Um I don't know. Captain Pachi.
0: Ooh, I like it. Yeah. I like it. Would you rather be on Wheel of Fortune or Jeopardy with not as hard questions as normal Jeopardy has?
1: Wheel of Fortune.
0: Oh yeah. Wheel of Fortune.
1: Sorry to my nanny it watches actually she watches both of those shows, so I'm not I'm not apologizing. I'm not sorry, nanny.
0: <laughs> Do you have any pump up songs or artists that you that like pump you up?
1: Oh yeah. Um, Taylor Swift um, is like my big like, right now on my playlist, uh, Tate Nick Ray, She's All I Want to Be. What an icon mm-hmm. on the song. Like, iconic song. Um, so that's definitely added to my playlist, and I can't wait to, like, really warm up to the show for that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I love, like, I love a classic. I feel like Lydia's vibes, I always, like, dedicate a playlist to the characters that I'm playing because I love, um, that, like, gets me in
0: the mood. Yeah. So
1: Lydia's vibes are very much, like, Avril Lavigne, early 2000s.
0: Oh, that good stuff.
1: Alternative, like the good stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah, so like that that kind of stuff gets me pumped up for Doubtfire. Especially- Taylor Swift, Message uh, in a Bottle. What an iconic song.
0: Yeah, especially since Avril Lavigne's making a comeback.
1: Yes, and she's doing a 20-year um, anniversary of her debut album, and I'm not ready for it. I'm really not.
0: But I'm me- also
1: really ready to hear Breakaway-
0: mm mm-hmm. it's very exciting i feel very old knowing that that album is 20 years old mm-hmm. even though it came out when i was probably like a year and a half but i still remember <laughs> it from like growing up like i remember my old camp counselor from like little preschool camp would play it
1: oh it's it's amazing and it's like music like that that it's you know that it's good music when people are still listening to it mm-hmm. like the jonas brothers Again,
0: always find an excuse to talk about them. I
1: love them. Yeah, you see my pillow?
0: Do you like my pillow? Oh my god, I I was trying to figure out who that was.
1: Yes, those are the Jonas Brothers. Um, But, like, their music is so good. Like, I always consistently listen to their music.
0: I listen to the old stuff.
1: Yeah, the old stuff is amazing. The new stuff is great,
0: too. Like the little bit longer album, things like that. I listen to it all the time. The children of today will never understand how great this era was. No
1: way. No way.
0: Especially when they would collab with Miley Cyrus. (gasps) Childhood. Childhood. Uh Uh-huh. And, like, I would, do you remember the Disney Channel Friends for Change when it was, like, the Jonas Brothers, Miley, Selena? I, I could sing that
1: song with (laughs) you.
0: I, I would play it on repeat because it had everyone that I loved. In one that song,
1: in the Disney Channel Circle of Stars version of A Dream is a Wish Your Heart Makes.
0: <laughs> oh, amazing.
1: I love that we're nerding out right now. It's amazing.
0: It's amazing. It's literally like bringing back so many memories. I love it. Are you a fan of animated films? And what are some of your favorites?
1: You know what? I, they're growing on me. I was never like a huge fan of animated films. But... I will say that Frozen kinda changed my life in many ways. Um Frozen is amazing. Um, I love Encanto. And I, I like Moana, but I love I love Tangled and Frozen. Um I also I, I love Beauty and the Beast. Love it. Yeah.
0: You can never go wrong.
1: Nope, never.
0: You can never go wrong. There's no such thing as a bad princess movie. But just that Sleeping Beauty is just a little slow.
1: Yeah, I agree. Sleeping Beauty and Snow White are slow. I
0: Snow is my old. Snow's my girl. She's my favorite princess. So like, I always have a special right. place in my heart for her. But yeah, the movie's still a little on the slower side. What is a fun fact that not a lot of people know about you?
1: I love to read. Ooh. not a lot of people know that. Um, because it's a recent love. Um, it's only been since like. I've, like, passed, like, a year or two. Oh, that's cool. i really, like, loved, and I have, like, so many books. Like but... Belle. Yeah. Fire audition, I put my phone on shuffle, and the first song that came on was What the Hell by Avril Lavigne. And then I went to my fire audition, and the next day I got the role.
0: Once again, I've been speaking with Annalise Scarpaci from A Christmas Story, Matilda, and Mrs. Doubtfire on Broadway. I will see you all in my next episode where I'm chatting with Team USA Olympian from the 2022 Winter Olympics, Stacey Gaskill.